Anytime we've introduced a new ritual into our family, it's made our family better. Hi, everyone. I'm Delaney Rustin, a physician and longtime filmmaker, including having made the films Screenagers and Screenagers Next Chapter. And this is the Screenagers podcast, all about helping our youth be tech wise and life balanced. I'm super excited to be recording interviews with families who are experimenting with having special times for screen-free togetherness, and I'm jazzed to be sharing these with you. Today on the show, it's great to have filmmaker and changemaker Tiffany Schlein and her high school daughter, Odessa, who is graduating high school this year. Tiffany has been really interested in the issue of tech balance in all of our lives, Not long ago, in fact, her book was published entitled 24-6, The Power of Unplugging One Day a Week. At its core, it looks at how her family has been unplugging for years with their weekly tech Shabbat. Okay, so let's get right into it. And if you have kids, maybe they will want to listen with you. Okay, I'm going to ask Odessa for you to say what is your family's tech Shabbat. Can you explain what that is? Yes. Our family's tech Shabbat is we don't use uh, screens for 24 hours from Friday night to Saturday night. Tell me more. From Shabbat dinner on Friday night, which is around 7 now, Um, and then until 5 p.m., a sharp 5 p.m. on Saturday night. Yeah, (laughs) the start time of Shabbat kind of changes depending on the weather, because we've been having it outside, and we've been doing it for over 11 years. Mm -hmm. And Tiffany, tell me how you got the idea to start it. Um, well, let's see. I'm Jewish. We are uh, not religious, but I would say we're very culturally Jewish. But we, we did Shabbat occasionally. And for those that don't know what Shabbat is, it's um, for most American Jews, it's like a nice Friday night meal, uh, candles, challah. If you are an Orthodox Jew, which we are as far away as possible from that, you do but not it, in a negative way. Not in, oh, not in just a negative not, way. We just don't do it religiously. Yeah. Then you would do a full day of rest, which is they use no electricity. Um, They have a lot of rules around what that means. And so if you go to Israel, the whole country shuts down. Not that they're all religious Jews, but um, it's really dictated by a full day of rest. We have done a modern interpretation of it in our home, which we call Tech Shabbat, um, which means no screens. Because to us, rest in the 21st century when we're so inundated with screens and notification it really is about turning off screens and kind of where it started was i was feeling so distracted i uh, my husband and i are very immersed in tech he's a professor of robotics i founded the webby awards we've always been super interested in trying out the latest technology first we got the iphones like first out of the gate um and I hated the way I was feeling. I was just feeling so distracted, like I was never present. I wasn't ever really anywhere. I was everywhere and nowhere. And then um, I had this kind of dramatic couple of weeks in my life where I lost my father to brain cancer. And my second daughter, Bluma, uh, was born. And it was really one of those wake up moments of like life grabbing me by the shoulders and saying, how do you want to live your life? And I did not like the way we were all, the screens were just taking away so much. So that's when we um, started doing uh, Tech Shabbats, and it was such an immediate um, oasis of calm and presence and reconnection as a family. It was just amazing how quickly it kind of made me feel like I returned to myself and our family reconnected in this deep way that I think when everyone's kind of on a different screen and or nagging someone to get off a screen, you just you don't connect in the same way. 
Mm-hmm. And Odessa, what's a typical night and Saturday then for you in particular? From Friday night to Saturday night or just Saturday and then Saturday? No, that's start with Friday night because that's always fun. So Friday night usually starts and my mom and I go to Whole Foods <laughs> to pick up groceries for our Shabbat dinner. And then we have like a half hour of setting up. We put our music and we set appetizers. And then we have, we greet our guests. We have this big Shabbat dinner outside where we have lots of rituals with our Shabbat. And we have the same exact food every Friday. And, um, and it's all home cooked. And it's the, yeah. yeah, same meal. And, um, and then we sleep really well. And then the next morning we do, I would say, a variety of things. Things, but there's some common themes normally it's sleeping in we go on a walk with our dog at some point some sort of hike <laughs> or physical activity um sometimes you go to the farmer's market or like cook some elaborate meal we do a lot of reading and a lot of reading we play music it's like a day of joy but it's kind of like analog joy i would say and um no work that's yeah. the central tenet of yeah, Shabbat, is that you're not homework. supposed to work. Yeah, I, I, right. And that is so, I mean, I think that part is so key. I usually get up before the kids get up on Saturday, and I do a lot of writing and journaling and processing from the week. And I always have my best ideas on Saturday when there's not so much input. Like, we're just receiving so much input all the time. And it, it's the day I think of it as digesting the week and making sense mm, of it, mm-hmm. reflecting. And I save, like... If Odessa sent me an interesting article or Ken, I'm like, oh, I'll save that for Saturday because I just, I read in such a different way on Saturday. Like I was, I read in a generous way, um, but it's a day of joy. Like Saturday is fantastic. I mean, the whole experience of Friday is very social. You know, we, we make this beautiful meal. We have friends and family over. It's very social and my favorite meal of the week because everyone's very present because no one, there's no phones allowed. It's very, it's a meaningful, it's funny. Everyone laughs more because there's no phones to interrupt that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Saturday is more, it's more of a quiet, I would say, wouldn't you say it's kind of? Yeah, there's lots of conversations that are just kind of like you wouldn't have normally, but just because like my sister and I lie on the ground a lot. <laughs> it's just kind of a day we can lie on the floor and that's okay for a couple of hours. You guys do lie on the floor. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and also you you two connect and I, I, dad and I always comment like last weekend when, you guys didn't want to go on the walk. Then we went on the walk and you two were having laughing and singing <laughs> Hamilton songs. I was like, that would never happen if there were screens around. Yeah. I mean, you guys were like, you sang the whole score to Hamilton. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <on a> high- <laughs> but I think at the top of our lives. <laughs> I think without the whole world, like during the week, you know, with your phone or your screen, you know, everyone, every friend, every family member has access to you, the news, the FOMO, the social media. And then like for one day, it's just about who's in the house. Okay, so I'm going to play a little bit, get more gritty here, a little bit of a devil's advocate. So, okay, so you go on that walk with the family. Does not, not one phone comes with the four of you? No. In case, like, if someone had to, you know, an emergency or anything? Ken will sometimes. That's have, the Shabbos score. Yeah, that's a term in Israel used if there's, some, like, an emergency and you need it. Like, he's the one if we're really lost. How about for taking a picture? We usually, okay, I'll tell you, 95, because I'm a documentarian like you, I love taking pictures, but it's the one day that we have hardly any documentation. For a while there, we had the Polaroid, which yeah. we called Shabbat Cam. And we'll get other people to take photos. We take other people to take photos if they want to. But <laughs> that's really a day about not that, not trying to record the day. It's like just be in the moment. And, and yes, Ken, if it's a crazy emergency, and we've done it with two kids in soccer and 
not well. <laughs> but, well, we have have we do have a landline, and I always had a mom like on another team that would call me if the if the field changed. But we've had a couple mess ups because of that. But really, in eleven years, have how many times have people called our home line for an emergency? Not many. Odessa, what about um, you want to go see a friend that day um, and you're just trying to make plans? Do you use tech as a, a tool in that regard? So I don't normally make plans for Saturday. That's like family day. Because honestly, yeah. like, I, I even though socializing is wonderful, it is another kind of work, which not that I don't enjoy seeing my friends, but I do recognize like as an introvert, it's draining for me. But there are exceptions to our tech Shabbat, like when I had a junior state of America convention last weekend, mm-hmm. so I had to be online all weekend. And so, and those, do you feel the difference? From and that? it's like, yeah, I'm exhausted this week. I didn't get a tech Shabbat, but um, I, I don't see. try to make plans on Saturday. Yeah. And we what we do often is um, for the social component, Friday night for tech Shabbat, we often will invite our friends our kids, friends, families over for Shabbat. So it's such a great way to know who your kids are hanging out with and who their families are. So a lot of times if they're wanting that socialness, we'll be like, let's invite, you know, so-and-so's family over. And we do have that a lot. I mean, I would say a lot of those dinners are hanging out with and getting to know our friends, you know, kids, friends, family. And then on Saturday night is really their night that they can do things. I love that you have that your um, friends sometimes will come with their parents, which gets harder as our kids are, you know, teen age. Sometimes they're reticent, but hopefully they would be open to it. And then I always would send an email, you know, it's going to be screen free, you know, leave your phone or, or whatnot. We do that. Yeah. It's actually it. not the kids who have issues with this. It's the adults will bring out their phones yeah, and you're just quite like, a bit. And I'm like, true. it's such... I well, you, we usually send an email right before they come like, any food allergies? Here's our address again. It's a reminder. We're screen free. And um, most of the time people remember, but sometimes, yeah, it's the parents. And you're kind of like, I mean, I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. But it's you do you do really know that because our Friday nights are so special, we set the table, we make this amazing meal. That's not hard, by the way, because we, we make the same meal every Friday. So yeah. it's very, at this point, it, I think it kind of also taught the kids how to do a dinner party. because. And not stress out because I remember when I was younger, I would get so stressed with the dinner party. And when you make the same thing, and we have kind of a system now at this point same appetizers, yeah, same thing, same entrees. Yeah, to do the same thing takes the stress and like the decision making and paradox of choice. What should we make? Yes, there's no, we know exactly what we get at the store, what Ken's making. Bluma sets the table, we all cleared. In these 11 years between Bluma and you, has there not been a rebel phase or at least one weekend where you guys know we have to be on screens and your parents were like, no? I mean, has there been any struggle at all in that? No. I mean, except when I have a JSA convention, it's sometimes when we stay with our grandmother. <laughs> but other yeah. than that, my mother's like, they're going to watch murder <laughs> mysteries. I'm like, mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I mean, I think it's like, it is a family thing that we do. And, and anyone listening that's like, oh, I want to try this. And I, I wrote a whole book about it called 24-6. There's a lot of different strategies because you don't want to say to your kids, you know, no screens one day a week. That's like the worst approach to anything is like what's being taken away. Instead of like, 
what do you all wish we did more of as a family? And then fill the day with that. Like yeah. it ha- it has to be a day of joy or else it's not going to work. I don't consider like depriving myself of anything on Saturdays. I-, I don't even view it as like, I remember when we started, I was six. I remember the significant factor was that I was not going to have any Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Um, but since then, it's really something I don't, it's just like another contour of my week. It's, I don't think of it as a, um, any sort of like I'm not going to be able to use something on Saturday and I also think it's like such a time management system for life like you're going to work and you're going to focus and there's going to be this day of no work and just fun and good food and things you want to do um and then you're going to feel recharged so and you you've said that you want to bring it to college with you this fall yeah and Odessa um in terms of not doing homework on Saturday how has that gone for you Okay, so I remember very specifically, I was in sixth grade, and I told my teacher, my family does texture bot, and she goes, that doesn't apply to homework, right? <laughs> and I was like, it does. She was like, you'll never be able to do that in high school. <laughs> and I remember I looked at her, I was like, I won't? And, I, and it was this whole conversation, but it's been totally, I think I've proven her false, because um, I think it is the biggest, you know, a lot about like burnout that I think a lot of my peers experience. I think it's like my weapon against burnout, because... I have a full reset in the middle at the end of the week. So I don't, when I'm like really stressing about a test, it's really, you know, I have the test on like a Thursday or Friday and then it's Shabbat and like I'm forgetting about it because I, you know, restart the whole week and I don't, I have never had an issue not being able to get my work done. And I do it on Saturday night or Sunday. <laughs> so This is kind of coming back to rituals because as a parent, now that I have a daughter about to go to college, which... I can't believe, but <laughs> there were some tears. I, I just heard those tears. Uh, I am not looking forward to that. But anyways, um, I am excited for her. But um, it's about like anytime we've introduced a new ritual into our family, it's made our, our family better. Uh, it's something to look forward to. Like every week we look forward to Shabbat. And it's such a visceral, like the smells, the tastes. Yeah. It all is like, you know, brings you right back to like, you know, preparing for Shabbat, which is why so many religions have like those specific rituals. And the smell brings you into the state of mind. We're learning about the these temples where you do like this very complex thing to clean your mind. You. Yeah. I mean I think it's about this ritual that has brought a lot of meaning and fun and people and kind of connection. Like it's always the day on Saturday where one of the kids will say something like really express their affection or we would just have a conversation that we absolutely wouldn't have the other days. I can't really describe it. I guess I wonder for sometimes, particularly teens will go through phases where they really are dying to go off and be with their friend that day. You know, this is a unique situation. Maybe our youngest. I am not rebellious whatsoever. I mean, okay, but I, I guess I was a teenager. That makes me anxious to even think about. Well, Luma is very social, and when she has said, well, I want to see so-and-so, I, just, I say, well, just make it for Saturday night or Sunday. We have made an exception. Like, once or twice, a year, listen, we're human. And in my book, I talk about that a lot because some families have said to me, oh, my gosh, we watch a family movie every Friday night, or my husband would never do this because of sports or whatever. Like, you know your family, and you don't want to have something that's not going to allow you to do it. Yeah, but yeah. why we recommend like the whole thing, like no screens, it's because it's a slippery slope. Like, yes. yeah, you can watch a movie on Friday night, but is that going to compel you to like pull out your phone and then yeah. check social media and then check an email and then all of a sudden you have to do work yeah. on Saturday? So 
There's just something like, good about the boundary. It's yeah, like, about yeah. the boundary that you aren't going to cross because it's not going to lead to anything else. That's right. It's very mm-hmm. slippery. I mean, even you put on the TV to watch a movie and like some news flash comes up that stresses you out. Or I find, oh, like we had this dog trainer coming and he was like 20 minutes later and I thought, oh my God, maybe he canceled. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to, you know, my phone's like in the kitchen in this back area. I thought, I'm just going to see if he canceled. And that was, I hardly ever do that kind of thing, but it was cold and we're waiting outside with the dog. I look at my phone, there's like 12 not- like texts. No- I don't have any notifications that alert me, but they all show up on my home screen. And I was mm-hmm. like, ah! And I put it away. I was like, I was in such a zen state of mind. I did not want to see all of those things. It just immediately stresses me out. Well, Odessa, I want to um, close out here with what you're planning about college, what you want to see happen for yourself. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a little bit more difficult when like my whole family is not going to be doing texture pot around me because right now it's definitely like we live in a little bit of a bubble. But I definitely plan to take doing no homework on Shabbat using my phone as little as possible, but also noting that I may need it for navigation or things that I couldn't avoid, but trying to use it as minimally as possible. So like, yeah, because you won't have a landline there. So yeah, but you'll kind of try to set up your yeah I mean I think that's going to be really interesting to see how you're able to bring it there yeah in a way that still you know honors the idea of a day of rest and that I won't be doing homework on Saturday and avoiding work Well, it was such a treat talking with Tiffany and Odessa. And I have to say that this Friday, in fact, I'm having two moms over who have daughters pretty similar in ages to Tessa. And Tessa and I and the four of them are going to have a tech Shabbat dinner. Two of the girls have never met and I'm just getting to know one of the moms. So I'm really excited about this and the conversations we will have. We often have people over and have it screen free and let families know before they come. But I'm actually interested in this week doing it a little bit related to Shabbat. So I'm going to read more about the traditions of Shabbat. I hope something in our conversation today inspired you to think about new experiments in family togetherness you might want to try. And of course, it might not be a weekly 24-hour tech Shabbat, but maybe or maybe once a month or maybe more likely some sort of modification here's a quote from tiffany's book 24 6 that i think is important to slip in here she says for me tech shabbat is like yoga or meditation i do both and respect the traditions they come from but i don't think that doing them suggests i'm hindu or buddhist these practices enhance your life whether you subscribe to that faith or not so true. And if you want to know the meal that Tiffany's family has every week for their Shabbat, go to ScreenagersMovie.com, the podcast page, and you'll find it there. That's it for the show. And before you go, I want to ask you something. Has your family experimented with having specific screen-free times, no matter how small or large? Or maybe you've switched up screen time choices for better family experiences, like watching movies where people aren't double screening. Whatever it is, we'd love to hear from you and to see if you maybe want to be on the show. Email us at info at screenagersmovie.com. 
And one quick thing, my new book, Parenting in the Screen Age, can be found at ScreenAgersMovie.com, as well as you can learn about chapter clubs related to the book and how you can watch the ScreenAgers movies right now with your kids. I want to give a big thanks to Tiffany and Odessa. And to find out everything Tiffany's up to, her book, her films, and much more, go to TiffanyShalane.com. A big thanks to my co-producer, Lisa Tab. I'm Delaney Rustin, producer and editor of the Screenagers podcast. And hey, if you get a minute, please subscribe to the show, rate it, and share it. And I can't wait till next time.